If you've made it with our show this long, we've either not offended you or you enjoy being offended. What we're doing here today, since there are no Sunday shows, is we are going to give you a full episode of our personal podcast. This personal podcast is at episode 194. We've been doing it for about two and a half years, and it is available by subscription in a package with our 90-day fiancé, Real Housewives, and this content. So we upload weekly. It's about an hour long, and we, we will we'll give you a full episode here. So here it is. Previously on Coupled with Chaos. Screaming at me, and I was like, you uh, really need to I back off. I inserted myself at that point. Mm-hmm. Because I was looking at her, like, with my mouth open, like, are you for real right now? This is not my fault. That sounds cool. Dirty 30. Dirty 30. Yeah, that's what I said. It's a dirty 30 sounds cool. It sounds like, dirty 30 sounds like something I would like to participate in. Oh, I thought you said dirty 30. No, you said dirty 30. Yeah, I I'm thinking, I want a part of dirty 30. (laughs) Well, I don't know if you know it, but we're rolling. Well, I gathered by the way you went with that. <laughs> well, I would always go with Dirty 30. Could we do like Dirty 7? Is that a little better? <laughs> what? I have no concept what you're talking okay, about. Okay, that's right probably now. better. Dirty think, 30 is may- the name of my 21-day fix workout. Oh, okay. I thought this was a participatory sport. Uh, no. It is not. Oh, well. It's definitely not a stack of <laughs> from Noella not. either. Oh, if you are not a listener of our <laughs> other podcasts, particularly the Real Housewives stuff, you will not know what that means. That is so far out of character for us. Yes, it, it is. It is ridiculous. But we just finished that podcast, <laughs> and wow, I'm not sure that I needed to witness so, that. <laughs> a little change this week. Um our normal subscribers won't see a change. But what we're going to do with this episode, we are going to uh, upload this episode as a sample on our 90-day fiancé feed. Uh, because there is no 90-day episode this week. So we are going to include this there. We may do it on the Real Housewives of Salt Lake premise alt because there's no show. So because of the Super Bowl, there are no Sunday Real Housewife and 90-day shows. So maybe... And you're probably going to be busy anyway because it's Valentine's on Monday. What? Oh, crap. <laughs> you already gave me flowers. Oh, I did that already. Yeah, what's the point of waiting until Monday? Right. Let, I, I gave you yours first. Letting everything freeze in the garage. Right. Well, I was like, well, I got you something, but it's going to die in the garage. It's really cold now, so I'm, I'm going to give it to you now. Let's be truthful. You are prepping a lot of food for us and... Made it so your Saturday would be free. Yes. You didn't, you weren't able to get a couple things, and you said last night that you would have to go out again to get stuff. Yes. Because I don't get stuff. Because I didn't put something on the list because it wasn't part of a recipe, and I forgot to go yes. at it manually. So, and I went, crap. I spent this whole day, my whole free day Friday, free afternoon, running out, getting all the meal plan and the shopping list and the shopping done so we could have today to catch up on podcasting because I'm going to be gone literally the whole day tomorrow. And then I went, oh crap, I forgot this. So I said last night, I must have been, we've looked at it, the data, I have not had five hours of sleep from, I guess, Monday through 
through Thursday night. Yeah, we were both. I had five. I had never. <laughs> Literally five. All week not had yeah. five. And you had not quite five. Which is just day. odd. And yeah. I don't know of a specific thing. We talked quite a bit about whatever. But I must have just been in a in a tired stupor yeah. because I volunteered. You did. I still, no matter when I go to bed, I get up early. Yeah. So I said I would go out early because Walmart was the place to go. And it was crazy yesterday. And, and so I volunteered to go out early and get you what you needed. You you sent me the link in Walmart, and I could open it up in the store, and it tells you what aisle it's on. What aisle you're and in. I had a picture of it. Now, this is part two. I already – you've been on the hunt for chicken for yeah, really – all week. Almost two weeks, really. Yeah. You found some and got some last week, but uh-huh. we how many pounds of chicken do we go through in a week? Oh, gosh. I use two packs, no, at least 12 to 16 pounds a week. Is what we use in chicken. Because That's quite, and we don't just eat lunch. chicken. I remember I had, didn't I have a pork loin last night? Yeah, we had pork loin okay. last night. So. And we've had salmon and, yes. yeah, I rotate, but, but chicken is the staple that goes in. Lunch and a lot of dinner. So recipes. it started. You one didn't want to go out or something, and been out and and said that if I was home and driving by a Sam's to stop, and I'm like, I'm on the highway, uh, and this is DFW, so you're literally anywhere and could drive anywhere home at any point. Uh-huh. So I drove past the Sam's. I saw it on the highway, turned around, and I didn't have the app uploaded or anything like that. And I actually went to Sam's this week in Arlington. And didn't get chicken because they didn't have it. Which so I is went, the problem I keep running I went in there for six peppers. Yeah. So I did that. This is, for those of you who aren't listeners, that's a big deal. Yeah. Steve does not do the shopping. I do the shopping. And especially but, would not do the shopping at 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Right. But he's been trying to help me out because I have to do a lot of produce so, shopping and very specific yeah. things for our so diet. So that's that we're why on. I said I would go out. I slept in, kind of, a little after 8 the dogs decided that they had had enough, and two of them were then pacing the room wanting to go out. Eight, eight While fif- I slept soundly. 8.15 is much late. They're used to going out for the first time pretty much around 5.30. So we're three hours past their pee time. So I let them out. I end up going to the store. It was simple because I really only had three items to get. Two were on the list, and one I was forced to remember. Right, because which I, I remember it, it was white cooking, red, red cooking, cooking wine. wine. Yeah, I remember that, which is I think one for me. That's Remarkable. great, right? Well, it was right before we went to sleep that I mentioned it. Yeah, but this is also the same time where I volunteered to go to the store for you. Yes. So you should have maybe ought to send him something because he may not remember that. I got up and I went. I know there's something else. I know there's something else. Uh, red, and it was the same thing like you said. You were glad I didn't go buy red. Red wine vinegar. Yes. So that would have been tragic. Because that was the first thing I thought of. Right. Okay. Oh, I don't know which is. Sometimes I'll go, I have heard. And I honestly, (laughs) when I walked in the kitchen this morning and I saw the bottle sitting there, I cringed and closed my eyes because I really expected it to be red wine vinegar. I don't like your tone. I really did. So I'll go to the store and I have to get a, really, a vegetable thing of kebabs, three kebabs, Uh and... That was a picture. That's in aisle A1. The other one I was supposed to get was some tin foil 
Liners, oven liner, oven which liners. if you didn't listen to the podcast last week, then you missed the fact our daughter set fire to the oven by overflowing sugary, <laughs> buttery stuff onto <laughs> that oven liner. The fire. Oh, that was a fun podcast last time. Yeah. We had so much stuff. It's been a hot, crazy mess. So yes. I go in there and I'm thinking, well, A1 is right by the door. And it is. A1 is where I needed to get the kebab stuff. And you take – what you do is you take the kebabs and then you put meat and you take them apart and put meat inside. Well, no. What I do is I use my own kebabs and do meat separately. And then at the end, I slide everything off the kebabs, cut it up, and serve it over flavored Yeah, so it being a kebab really doesn't matter because we don't eat it as a No, it's just a way to put it on the grill. So I go there and I look and I can't find anything. I look. It's really clear. I, I go and I make sure I've got the right Walmart. I do have the right Walmart. It's not there. So I'm going to say I spent five minutes walking around in circles in the produce, meat, uh, pastry area. I'm really just wandering around aimlessly hoping to run into this stuff. Uh And I'm not finding it anywhere. So I said, well, there would be an empty spot. This stuff was supposed to be, what, $6.29. I should see an empty tag somewhere of her... 698 or whatever yeah. it's supposed to be. And I didn't see that anywhere. So I said, okay, I am just wasting time here. I'm going to go get the oven liner. So then I wander over and it says H24. So I'm looking. I can't find H. Welcome to Walmart experience. Can, where is the H section? <laughs> I'm at J. I'm at here. They they jump around. It I'm like, ah, no this is a mess. I can't handle this. I don't know what to do. So I get it. Then I go all the way back over to A1 because at this point, I've got to, I'm here to get this kebab stuff. So I'm looking, I'm looking. And, and finally, that was the point of going out for me was to get the kebabs. I, I then talk to somebody and and there's nothing. They got nothing. They real. I point to this thing and they don't know and there aren't any out. So I don't see them. They're nowhere to be found. And she wasn't very helpful, so I wasn't trusting that she even knew. Again, the Walmart experience. Mm. So at this point, the epiphany hits. Again, I there was a third thing I'm supposed to get. Oh, at this the, point, the, I normally get frustrated and just leave yeah. and get nothing. But I stuck to it. Good and, for you. And so then I went and got the vinegar, and then I made it nope, all – not vinegar. No, whatever it Cooking was. wine. See, I told you. This was <laughs> We're just, we were so close to him getting the wrong thing. I knew it. <laughs> so I went back up to A1, and I thought, you know, A1, I don't know, all this meat area over here, like that whole backside, right. that could really be A1 because it doesn't have its own label on it. So then I walked. I said, I'm going to find it over here. No, I didn't find anything. No, it's in the in the main produce cooler. It wasn't anywhere. Store. So, well, <laughs> crap. So I get it. And by that point, I run across some flowers and uh, – bouquet of flowers and you prefer when i get you anything that there are daisies, daisies in it so i didn't find only found one with daisies. if there weren't any daisies and i wouldn't have gotten you anything because mm-hmm. that would be a disappointment yeah so i found something with daisies and and i made my way to and what church. was the first thing i said when i saw the bouquet oh look at all the daisies I mean, oh look it's got so many daisies i should go around stealing <laughs> if i see loose daisies and switch them into yeah. different bouquets <laughs> right somebody you get somebody inside a walmart stealing daisies <laughs> So then I leave there, and I, I drove our classic automobile, 
1996 Sentra. Yeah. So it was almost warm by the time uh, I got home. <laughs> I decided that I would, if I left for the kebabs, to come home. If you woke up and I didn't have the kebab stuff, that you it would it would have been a failure of a trip. Yeah, because that was the whole point. So I went to the expensive grocery store because I knew, look, that's what they have. I went to Albertsons. Right. That's where everything's expensive. But they have everything. So I went in there, and sure enough, they have the kebab. Have you seen them yet? What no. I got? But you know what they didn't have at Albertsons? Because I went there last night on Slow one of my down. many stops this is my to story. get the oven liners. Oh, and they well, didn't carry them. That poor people have oven liners, and poor people don't go to Albertsons. That's true. Right. Poor people go to Walmart. That's true. Poor people... Um, I went to two Walmarts and neither one of them carried the oven liners. Poor people have wrong size containers that they cook stuff in the oven in and it (laughs) boils over and gets on the bottom of the stove. Especially when they're 17. Yeah, that happens. So I went to Albertsons and it was quick and easy and I kind of knew where they would be because there's only one section there. And sure enough, they were there and cheaper than you would have had me get them at Walmart. Yeah, that's amazing. Oh, what happened with that? So I'm like peacocking around. I'm like, I am the man. <laughs> I saved a dollar ninety eight. <laughs> and it's even marked down. That means you probably need to eat them tomorrow. Right. We're trying to rearrange the, the meal plan for the There's week. mushrooms and we're probably I'm probably gonna kill us and this yeah. will be the story of us not making it. Yeah. Steve's kebabs. <laughs> so everything's fine until I get in line. And there, they had two registers. One, oh, people with... so busy last one, night. One, everyone has 100 things, and the other one's 15 items or less. Right. You know, nobody counts, and that's not a big deal. If you're around 15, that's fine. But when you have 15 items, or you have 20 items, and then you struggle with how you're going to pay... So there's just an old lady up there, and it's like, I think she's counting pennies out. And she had 20-some items, so it's... You know, the bill's 40-some dollars, and I go in there, and finally somebody somebody opens another register. And what's my rule? Stay in the line you're in. Stay in the line you're in. You think the grass is greener, but it's not. It never is. It was this time. <laughs> Unless I, you don't go. I left. And when you don't go, then it was greener. So the people in front of me evidently had my line of thinking. They weren't getting out of this line. They were next. Uh-huh. So they didn't go. And you passed them? I went. I didn't pass them. They said they weren't going to go. They were going to stay. No, I mean, passed them as in you got out before they did. Oh, I got way out because I only had right. one item and it was fast. And mm-hmm. You know what I was afraid of is you go over there and, I don't know, you get out of line and there's no cash in the register. The register's not ready. Uh-huh. You know, that's what's going to happen. That's just what I anticipate. Right. No one's been rung up on this one yet. I thought this drawer was full. Mm-hmm. It's not. Then you're standing there. A manager has to come over. Ten minutes later. You're still there. But it worked out smoothly and I made it home. So I went to two places for you. Wow. Three places. Three things. Three things in a week. Mm. I have, I want to negotiate. I still had better... no Sam's in the middle of the day on a moment's notice with our daughter and her boyfriend in the house unsupervised because well, I called around and about me. our Sam's Club had. A handful of packs of chicken left and no more in the back. I went, okay, got to go. Bye. I didn't even tell them I was leaving. It's probably I'll be right there. Not to tell your teenage right. kids. So I just over. slipped past them, got in the car, and, you know, 
skadoodled down to Sam's and got two packs of Everybody in the house can tell when you're gone because the dogs just sit at the window and wait for you to come home. (laughs) Do you know how she knew I was gone? Because when I got there, I took a picture of some drizzled Reese's popcorn and asked her if she wanted that for Valentine's instead of uh, the usual goodie bag. And she was like, where are you? At Costco? (laughs) And I go, Sam's Club. Well, until I got home, she didn't even realize that I was there right then. She thought I was in the bedroom sending her pictures from the website. That's better. <laughs> so that worked out. Good job. Excellent. Thanks. Excellent work. Thanks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I would never leave a teenager with their dating person so, uh, unsupervised. So I am, if it, there wasn't a doubt before, I am the best person ever because I did <laughs> okay. all of this stuff for you. I see. I just have to do everything around here. Oh, my gosh. Don't start. What? Pool pump. So, we have a pool, for those that you don't know. It froze. About a year ago at this time, it froze. It was a hockey rink when we lost power. For three days. Yes. Currently, the pump is down. We have, in in the past, talked about home warranties. For those of you who are new... And our constant struggle and, or successes, when it's success, we talk about it. But yeah. here has uh, not been a success. You are on what number of contractor? Uh, number three. Contractor number three. It has been two weeks mm-hmm. tomorrow since I filed the claim. So we talked last week and you had been and given I, a third. And I'd like to point out that none of them has actually shown up here yet. <laughs> Correct. So let's get to this one. He had a similar idea than contractor number one. Two. No, number one. No, number one. Yes, number one. Contractor number one. Yes, number one. Contractor number two, we don't even know about. Yeah. Number one said, send me the pictures. I'll make a diagnosis over the phone, and I'll submit a claim before I ever come out. Except he never came out, but he took my money. Took the money, never submitted the claim. Right. So. And number two was a. No, no, no good number started with the same area code as number one. And I went, I'm not dealing with this. And then number three, I can't seem to use uh, the phone, the email or text messages. I think he's an 85 year old man. Yeah. It's not figured out modern conveniences still uses a rotary phone. Yeah. I'm not quite sure what's up with him. I say, so the current status is. Claim is approved. He's going to come out and replace whatever he's got to replace yeah. tomorrow. I just sent him the exact same pictures I'd already sent to the first guy. Mm-hmm. So supposedly he's coming tomorrow, even though that was the day that we were least available. And the day you told him not to come. Right. But and, at this point. And still hasn't acknowledged what time he plans to come, even though it was very clear that there's a very limited window in which anyone will be here. Well, it's just in the morning. We can make it. Uh, you would assume... Well, there's a little window. Well, you window. have to get the daughter to mm. work, and we'll be at church first, then work, then I'm at the symphony, and then you're back. Yeah, I've got a nap or something. <laughs> Whatever. So, my guess is he is a complete no-show tomorrow. Yeah, I'm thinking that, too. That's what happened. He said he was going to get the motor and some extra parts and fix it on Sunday. He's a no-show. But he didn't give a time, so. Mm. And he didn't answer yeah. the text. Our our history with home warranty is well. We still say it's hit or miss. Sometimes if, we get really good people. If you had to advise somebody on whether or not to get a home warranty or not, the answer would be: We've basically broken even. I don't think that it 
has saved us anything. But we haven't really lost, mainly because the first time we had a contract, we got at closing, and the sellers paid for a third of it. Mm. And so for the part we paid, we broke even in claims. We did decide to renew it just because of the pool equipment, because anytime anything goes wrong with the pool equipment, it's a lot. But our contract has a limit of $500 per claim. So historically, if something goes out on the pool equipment and they pay $500 and we pay the difference. So that's really the main reason. But last year was the first year of the renewal, which it costs us about $500 a year, and we didn't have any claims at all. January hit, and we've had three claims in one month. One they didn't cover. One they didn't cover, and two it looks like they are. Hmm. So We will see how this works. Yeah. The biggest news of the week. I feel like it's a 90-day show. It's like an inside scoop for us. Biggest news of the week. If I had a drum, maybe I could put a drum roll behind it. That would take a lot more editing on our part. Let me guess. You got a bonus. No, we're not talking about that. Oh, okay. That you don't even remember. You're going to go, oh, when I say this. Mm. Finally, after 14 months. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Hallelujah. Our fight Hallelujah. with Carvana is at this over. point yeah. is over. I said all along, all I wanted was my registration. Give me the registration and I will go away. I don't want to deal with you any more than you want to deal with me. 14 and Believe months. me when I say you don't want to deal with me anymore because it was really I'm 15. over it. Wasn't it closer to 15? No, it was 14 this week. Oh, okay. Yep. In fact, I believe it's today the 11th. I don't know. It is 14 no. months today since we purchased the, the 12th. But okay, I, yes, yesterday. It's then. close enough. We're not squabbling about a day. Right? Unless so 14 it's a birthday. months yesterday. If you're a day late on a birthday or an anniversary or a day off, that's a problem. Yeah. By Valentine's Day. But on this date, finally yeah. you... It showed up on Monday. Yeah, it showed up. But first, I called the Texas DMV compl- dealer complaint follow-up line to update my complaint to let them know that it still wasn't resolved that my temporary plates had expired i couldn't get any more temporary plates they refused to talk to me because they said it was turned over to their legal department and what are my options to get registration and the lady said well if it's been this long then we're at a point now where we can help you get the court to have a court order to bypass the dealer and issue you registration i'm like hallelujah and so she goes, uh, let me get the information on how to do that. Let me go ahead and pull up your VIN number. So I gave it to her. And she nice goes, when you deal with a helpful person. Yes. And she goes, oh, well, guess what? Uh, we have processed your registration, and we sent it and the plates to the dealer on – or we sent them out on January 25th. I go, to the dealer or to me? She goes, well, I'm not sure. Usually it goes to the dealer, but you should – Call them and find out if it got sent to them. I said, okay. She that said, would be trouble. Yeah, she said it'll be two weeks um, before, you know, it's considered late arriving. She said, but you can go now to uh, the tax assessor's office and pay six fifty and get duplicate plates issued and registration. And I said, well, hallelujah. Thank you very much because I can't drive my car right now. And so I hung up. 
and I called. She also said that they had filed the electronic title in my name the day before on Sunday, which is two days after they told me, have your attorney call my attorney. Mm -hmm. So that was a relief because we still didn't know if they'd ever been able to get the duplicate title from the previous owner. So that they could file for registration. So, And we were probably assuming we'd be parking the car for four to six months. Right. And we were considering paying off the car months ago, but put the hiatus on that because we knew they didn't have a title to send us. And we didn't want to put that financial investment in a car that really they could come back and say, you have to give it back any day. Mm-hmm. So um, I went ahead and went online, did web chat with Carvana. Did not give any backstory. Just asked, just told them that it had been sent to them by DMV on the 25th. And could they tell me if they, or they had been sent out and could, was it sent to them? Could they verify they had it or had sent it to me? And she said, well, you can get a duplicate. And I said, yeah, I understand that, but there's a fee involved. And she said, well, we'll reimburse you the fee. You don't have to wait to receive it. You can go ahead and go get it since you've been waiting Yeah, you can do time. our work for us if you'd like. Right. So I said, oh, okay, well, where, where do I send the receipt? And so she was getting me that information when the mail came. And I ran out to the mailbox, and there, lo and behold, was the plates. So I get back on Weird with her. Weird that they put it in the mail. Yeah, it was in the regular mail. So I got back home with her and I said, guess what? Plates just showed up. Never mind. Thanks for your help. But by the way, thank Screw you for you. being the only oh, helpful person sorry. in 14 months I've ever dealt with at Carvana. Have a great day. Goodbye. Forever. Right. Bye-bye forever. Yes. So that's it. Put the plates on and we're good to go. Now it'll just be... Bridgecrest that we have to deal with if we pay the car off. Yes, the but we know that they have the title, so that's good. Well, at some point, they may not still have it. Or Well, it was electronically delivered so. over the weekend, so All that's right. good. So, that... uh, I contacted the attorney and let him know, the class action attorney, and he was looking to file the suit for our part of the country around, like, maybe uh, March or April, mm-hmm. probably April. So, he said, well, you're still eligible potential um to be included in the class action suit so i will keep you in the loop as we go forward with that i said okay great thank you very much ta-da ta-da finally finally resolution (sighs) so now we have a legal car yay Mm -hmm. very good on i guess staying on a positive note we went to another we're like hockey regulars now. yeah you are officially hockey fans Right? Uh, well, I always was. But really now. Yeah. We even, not only did we go to a hockey game on Wednesday, but Friday night while we were sitting in here <laughs> in our tired stupor. Yes. I had a hockey, the Dallas Stars on the screen. Yeah. And although you were doing something else, we had it on. And when they scored, I turned the volume up and they do the chant and you'd stand up and cheer. Like I was at the game. And they won in overtime. Because I'm a super fan. You jumped up in the air and shrieked. And <laughs> I'd never seen you do that in the house over a sporting event before. So it's fun for us. It's yeah. um, And I think we found you know, to park there is $20 plus. To take the train there is the same price. Yeah. And you'd gotten a package of tickets where it was still pretty cheap. Yeah. 
So we're finding ways now to get cheaper tickets because we don't, you know, hockey's not a sport where you need to sit up front. Right. At all. Hockey fans, I would say, are the best fans of any oh, sport great. out there. I, I love the whole environment. Minor league hockey's better. Minor league hockey is yeah. more like screw you. Right. We don't root for our team. We root against the other team. But right. here, the attitude's a bit more positive. There's a lot of who cares and you know, screw you and uh-huh. booing. And, but it's still mass cheering when something good happens. Yeah, when we when we go to minor league hockey when we lived in Virginia, it would be people would be banging on the glass well, and they where stop the you at minor team league was hockey. sitting and they were yeah. chanting you suck and yeah. and and personal insults they were hurling right. at the people as they were and we were just laughing, mm-hmm. holding up signs in their faces yeah, in their and face, stuff yeah. through the glass. That's the nice thing about hockey. <laughs> But it's a fun event. We went. We've been to. We had a three-game package, and one of the games got canceled from COVID, so this one got pushed to Wednesday. Normally, we wouldn't go on Wednesday because we wouldn't want to miss church. Yes. So our deal is done, and so we think we've got. We can get tickets even cheaper than we got them. Well, for one game. Yeah, but that stuff's going to pop up. Yeah, we'll see. So we're hoping we can make it back before the season. Yeah, but the issue is, is. You know, when the games start at 7.30, by the time we get home, it's 11.30. And then I don't care when, you know, it's 12.30 by the time you zone out. And then the it's alarm asleep. goes off at 5.30. Yeah. And that equals less than That's five why hours we of sleep. sleep. Is what the, and that was in the middle of... You Already know, that was we the, weren't getting sleep. That was the only day I think my phone, my watch didn't track my sleep. was that night. And we know that that wasn't five hours of sleep mm-hmm. so it has just been kind of a, a hot mess yeah we've been kind of zombied out yeah so that was fun yeah it was a I, good game too mm-hmm. i think for me the yeah it really was i mean it's fun and we enjoy it it's something that uh, i think like anything it's just about doing stuff together mm-hmm. i think that we find things that um, we were uh- even I just despise sports in general. It's like the last thing that I want to spend my time on, except for hockey. I'm for the like first a super time fan for hockey ever in the history of our lives, which we have been now. What is it? Are we at a half of the year now? Would it be not quite half? Half the year? What are you talking about? That to to our next year, we were we were married in ninety oh. four. No, not quite. So. So we're still 20, not quite 27 and a half years. No, it's three months. Yeah, so still. It's a lot. I round up. Yeah. <laughs> we have never had a sports conversation in 27 years. That's true. Years, ever. Yeah. Today, while you were in the kitchen, we spoke about the overtime hockey game. Yeah. And not just that it was cool and neat. We specifically talked about a couple of plays and events that happened during the game. Right. And even at the game on Wednesday, I was starting to call some plays before they said so that they were. For any of you who, who watch hockey, if you don't watch hockey, if you don't watch hockey, you don't know what icing is. And to have to explain to non-hockey people what icing and offsides are, it can be confusing to people. You... I have explained it to you before, but normally, even if you explain that to somebody, they just it goes one ear and out the other, out. and yeah. uh, that's a lot of lines and counting and 
So now... It happened on Wednesday, and they didn't blow any whistles or anything yet. And I said, hey, wasn't that icing? And, <laughs> and he went, the... wow, congratulations, it was. You have graduated. You're now past Hockey 101. <laughs> and so you're now at Hockey 201. And then so what we went to, and it was a great game that we went to. It was a lot of it. Dallas would score. And then... And then the other team, Nashville, would put the puck in. It would be like 10 seconds later. It seemed like it was right after, twice in a row. Yes, it was. Every it, time they scored, the other team scored. We were like, what the heck? And then Dallas scored at the end. Yeah, so a, it really had Johnny Andrews. On a Andrew good play, seat. and that was fun. And then we watched the game last night, and it was overtime. It's three on three. And I just kept saying, man, I wish we were there. Yeah. And then, of course, an overtime win is good. So it's – and the train ride home is nice. It we is. watched uh, – we actually watched the Dateline as we went to the game. We did. And, of someone we know. And tried to fight off. Um, I guess not fight off sleeping. Sleep. But we probably dozed off. For, I probably went out for 10. You may have gone out for 5 during the thing. But what happens is, is people are just loud. Going in and outdoors. Mm-hmm. And looking for the bathroom. Or they can't just sit still. Maybe they've been sitting still for a hockey game, so they can't sit still on the train. Yeah, and the people that, that talk incessantly about themselves and their opinion of everything in the world on the train are the same people who do the same thing in front of you at the hockey game and don't actually watch yeah. the hockey game. Which gets on my nerves. Oh, we had a guy. We were probably both for a minute. We were both asleep on the train, I would think. I wasn't asleep. No? No. When the guy came in on the phone? No. I, I so was, this guy... This guy is upstairs. This is a two-decker was... train. This yeah. is It's got a middle section and a lower section. So the middle section, I think, would be for the kids or whatever. You know, all the drunk people you'd hope would go up there. And the old people would sit on the secluded area. That's where uh-huh. we go. So evidently, this guy didn't want to have a phone conversation in front of everybody. So he decides, because he can't hear so well, to come down to the place where everybody's sleeping. Yes. <laughs> and have a load, l- loud, loud conversation. Because he couldn't hear the guy so well. Mm. What kind of what kind of connection do you have on your phone? It was just, yeah. the, I would say the bulk of the conversation was. About how he couldn't hear him. He couldn't hear him. He had a bad connection. So they were talking loudly. <sighs> and so. he came right in front of us to have that conversation. Right. <sighs> and we looked at each other like, is this really happening yeah. right now? I mean, it's better than, I guess, a bunch of drunk people, but it wasn't as entertaining. Right, I was going to say, that was pretty entertaining the week yes, before. So, uh, last week we talked about um, my dad passing. <sighs> Not a lot of events have happened, I guess. More on that. I, I think um, my dad and my uncle passed of... Within four days of each other. Within four days of each other. And so I hadn't gone. When we left at last, my dad passed on. It would have been the previous Tuesday. Tuesday. I didn't find out until Friday. Um, I had not been informed. I guess since this one's out in public, I won't be. I won't get too much into it. No, it's not. This is behind the paywall. No, it's not. Well, this we're going to make this episode available to everybody on our 90-day feed is what we talked about. Okay. So this will be out there for everyone. Behind the paywall, I would probably get a bit more descriptive, and my anchor would come out a little more. But we're toning this one down just a little bit. So I didn't find out until four days after he'd passed, and he'd been in the hospital. Which Uh, you didn't know. Which I didn't know. And it turns out 
that I still don't know if while he was in the hospital he caught COVID or if he went in the hospital because he had COVID. And I don't think I would find out the truth. I don't think I would be told that he got COVID and then went to the hospital because that would mean that somebody would have – he would have caught COVID at home. From someone who – Yeah, and that would – and Tries to – And that would never – who would manipulate like information. <laughs> and so I couldn't trust that one way or another. So he passed away at the hospital. Uh, he had COVID when he passed. He had – he would be the poster child for – Someone who shouldn't get COVID. Pre-existing conditions. So for us as a family, on the tribute wall, um, we were not mentioned even at all in the obituary. By The obituary filled out by information from my stepmother, the love of his life. (laughs) She said, self-proclaimed. So as children, we had attempted to at least put some photographs. On the memorial page. On the memorial page, and they've all been removed. So that... um, The slate has been wiped clean of us. I did notice today that a member of my family, on my dad's side, um, from his past, his childhood, I would guess cousins of his, uh, they posted on the wall. And it has not been, I think on Thursday, and it has survived for two days. So I'm guessing... Because it's not linked to you kids and your mom. I think that's it. It's all connections between my mom. The former life. Yes, the former <laughs> life, other than his childhood. So it would be from the period... The former marriage. <laughs> I would think anything that happened or cr- was created between the years of 1965 and 1979... Those things are off limits. It because can, that pertains to your family. Yes. Cannot be mentioned at all. It is like, I guess. Uh, Taboo. Yeah. It's like mentioned in Voldemort. It's the period not to be mentioned. So these, obviously this part of the family hadn't been in contact with him in probably, I'm going to say, 50 years. 50 years. And they're allowed to put stuff on there. But his actual children cannot does it sound like i'm still bitter a little a little bit Uh, i I can't say anyone on the planet would uh question that okay so i i think i've come to grips with it a little better maybe maybe not well i mean there's nothing you can do yeah that's what i would say you're now speaking my lines for me (laughs) we have been together a long time i've been so as the week goes by and, and you know, this has kind of come up, the, I've really only told one person at the office. Mm-hmm. And he said he went home and told his wife. And they just couldn't comprehend how that could happen. Right. How would it be possible that your father pass and you're – The it, last to find out. Yeah. It's not like I – they don't have – messages from me or calls from me right and you weren't on the outs with your actual father there are other my brother and sister there was not conversation right but you you and your dad were fine we were fine until she well like anything is she kept us from contact because of his uh, medical conditions he couldn't pick up the phone and call he needed someone to dial the phone for him and um, he couldn't really even answer the phone because he had a hard time seeing at the end. 
his memory had been going, his hearing was tough, vision was tough. Those things were hard for him. So he needed help, and there was a gatekeeper. And so um, my message is, I mean, they change phones, move. We tried recently. Yeah. I tried reaching out. Mm-hmm. I texted to whatever number I had. We even compared to see if we had the same number because you'd been unsuccessful. So mm-hmm. I said, let me try. And I even emailed her and got no response Yeah. before he passed away. Yes. To send a family picture. Right. So it's not like we weren't trying. My brother and sister had stopped trying. Right. That was quite some time ago. Yeah, that wasn't. Uh, so they, each they have, live in the same town. Yeah, they each have their own. Everybody's got their own reasons. But for me, it was you could fight if you wanted, but I just wasn't going to fight with the gatekeeper because right. I knew the gatekeeper was the one with a key. Right. And if I if if you were cut off from the gatekeeper, and and I had, there had been years where it right. just wasn't allowed. Right. Think of the time lost mm. over the years because of her. Yeah. That's the sad thing. But that's what divorce does. Yeah. I, I think we talked about it a bit on Sunday. It's And what are the children supposed to do? I think at this point, the children, you just, you're going to have to deal with it. Right. You are going to have to. It's it. It's just uh, commonplace and accepted. This is what's going to have to happen. Families get separated and divorced. And. You just got to deal with it. Right. It was like when my niece got married as we were moving. It was, well, who can I invite to the wedding? Who's willing to be there with the other part of the family? Yeah. It's like Christmas. Who can I have here when? Right. I see it shocked when I see on TV families that they all get together. Yeah. You know, I, I've talked about what happened the last time everybody was together in on one property. That is when my dad and stepdad had a fight in the front yard. <laughs> Which is ridiculous. I think my dad, I think we talked about, my dad beat up my stepdad through the door of a, a Ford Econoline van. A blue Ford, what do you call that? It was a conversion van. Uh-huh. Yeah. My dad beat him up through the door. Like reached, my Don had come out there and was giving him the business through the door. My dad reached out, grabbed him, and beat him up through the door. That's funny. So my dad was sitting in a van, and Don was not. Oh, I thought you meant he was on the outside of the van. No, no. Stepdad was on the outside of the van. (laughs) Well, that's quite a feat. My dad had some anger issues that we've talked about in great detail. (laughs) So, and (laughs) not surprised. Yeah. And my dad was a working man. My dad worked on the line at Ford. And the stepdad was, you know. Soft. An engineer. A mechanical engineer. Kind of. And, well, never mind. We just won't get into that at this point. We'll leave that for behind the paywall. <laughs> but it's what happens with divorce. So many people have to deal with it. It's it's so much an important so the biggest decision that you make especially when you have kids so and it's been i think it has been the greatest pain of my life wouldn't you say oh sure i've had some other traumatic things happen but you've seen when i kind of break down and lose it right and it's all has to do with 
I think it all stems down to that time period. Right. You know, when your dad, when you're, when you're that age, mm-hmm. you, you don't understand. And you right. say, hey, dad, I, you know, when the separation happens and, you know, you don't, you're no, you're seven, eight years old. You're right there at that age. And you just know your parents not around anymore. Well, yeah. And you go, well, he goes, well, I'm not coming home anymore. And so what you remember is you say, well, because you don't, the decision isn't made. If you're not going, I'd like to be with you. Can I go with you? I'm not, at that point, it's not like I was unhappy with my mom and I don't know what going with somebody means at that point. Right. You know, I didn't think about, it wasn't a great big picture. Like, I don't want to be with my mom. Right. But my dad said he's the one leaving. Like, hey, um, well, you know, I could go with you. You know, I don't understand divorce at this age. Right. I don't know what that means. Right. I'm never coming home. How about I go with you uh-huh. and have your dad say no. Right. Right. That's you, traumatic. You don't remember why. Right. You don't know that your dad's going to go to the state park and live in his van. Right. You don't know that. Of course, you can't have a seven-year-old. And, of course, I couldn't get to school. Right. So the logistics thing is not what you think about. The school bus comes right to the house. I had food there at the house. So, you know, my dad was not obviously at a point where he could uh, take care of a child. Right. All you remember is the memory of your dad saying, no, you can't come with me. Right. <laughs> so as a seven-year-old, that's pretty traumatic. Yeah. So those things hit pretty hard. Like that whole period, I you know, you remember five or six things from that period of your life. And mm-hmm. most of them have to do with that. That's too bad. Yeah. So there's painful things there that I don't think I probably, because I pack things away, I don't think I've ever really dealt with and gotten over with. And when your parents really have never really told you what happened. Yeah, you still don't know. Yeah. That's bizarre. Yeah. Because we just don't talk about stuff. Yeah. It's the greatest way to handle family problems. No, it's not. (laughs) What? Well, when we watch the... The reality shows, um, what happens when they talk about stuff? Uh, I mean, look at, I mean, because look, this is a crossover episode. So look at like Colt and Debbie, right? What happens when they talk about stuff? They fight. They fight. Wouldn't maybe it's even better if they didn't, or maybe what happens is they hadn't talked about it for years. Colt waits until they come out on the stage and then bombards Debbie with, with all I this think angst. that's more because she hadn't been listening. Huh? I was joking. So, yeah, you're probably right. Everybody just talks. Because she packed stuff down. Tried mm. not to hear stuff she didn't want to hear. Yeah. So. We always talk. It is a staple of our show, of the regular Coupled with Chaos podcast, to always because we have like some staples. Our dog passing gas. Yeah, that always happens. <laughs> in the middle of the show, our right. other dog snoring, and yeah. the other one likes their. There's three dogs in this room. One yeah. is snoring. The other's probably passing gas, and the other's probably licking their butt. Yeah, that's what happens that's while we. Much it. You you have a a the dogs are surrounding you right now. I'm sure they are. They're, yes, it, it, I literally can't move. Yeah, you couldn't get out if you wanted without rolling over the ear of a dog. Right. But a staple on the show that is surely always to get you riled up. 
Uh-oh. And it's some of Money. our greatest intros, some of our greatest stuff. I remember the time when we were podcasting and you were opening mail. <laughs> and you opened up the mail from the, the newspaper. newspaper. Yeah. <laughs> so that was it. So we have at least three show titles that are I want my X number of dollars. Uh-huh. $3, $40, uh-huh. whatever it is. And here it was $45 we talked about last week. Right. So what happened now. From contractor number one. From contractor number one. So we're at a point again where we are sitting here. I think this must have been last night. And you had looked at our – we have a property manager in Virginia. We have – we – she – Kelly had a house when I met her. Um, I moved in and then – we moved to another house, so I and we decided because of my VA loan that I didn't have to put money down on our second home, so we rented out the first one, lived in the second one. I was able to use the VA loan again when we moved to Texas, so what we do now have is two homes in Virginia. We have a property management company, and we pay them to manage the properties and move the money around. Right. So what happens in January is the leases come up for renewal, mm-hmm. and so, actually they take it in December. Oh, do they? Yeah, they take the money in December, and they take what it is is two hundred fifty dollars per property. Per property, correct. Mm-hmm. So you turned on your computer and started to look. at I decided to look at the history. I finally figured out because it's not the most user friendly website. I decide I finally figured out how to look at more than the last thirty days. Uh, so I was able to see the history of transactions on our account. So up pops two lease renewal fees in December 7th. Like it's supposed to happen. Like it's supposed to happen. One for each property. But then another lease renewal fee uh, in January. And that was for the big house. So it was two on the big house, two months in a row. And then another one, February 7th, on the big house. So, so they've three... charged us three times for the same property three months in a row. So they've taken $750 instead of $250 on the one house. So Then I saw the next day, February 8th, they did a refund for a duplicate fee on the big house. And gave us back $250. That check is pending coming to us. But. But they missed that it was actually a triplicate charge. Mm. Not a duplicate. Can so they still owe us $250. To the previous year? Are you going to go back and look? And check? Yeah, because I never noticed that fee before. I had said to you. Hey, they're going to be What if they didn't charge fee. it the previous year? Oh, I'm sure they did. Yeah, probably not missing. And it, and it was even a note that it was for the January 1st. This is about as calm lease. as I've ever seen you after you being out. Look, <laughs> if you're out, yeah, $5, $5, you're going after them. Yeah, it's the principle. It's like, oh my gosh, but yesterday in Dollar Tree. This is $250, Kelly. Yesterday in Dollar Tree, I was picking up. Things for our kids Valentine's goodie bags. Now, since they were which little, I did not get. Since they were little, 
I've had a tradition that I get them and a goodie bag for Valentine's. And what? Them and and you. And me. Okay. I just wanted that out there. Yeah. And I just spend ten dollars a piece on them. So I go to Dollar Tree. They have some certain favorite snacks that they like from there. And Do I have I, any favorite snacks? Jelly beans. No, I just wondered. Peanut M&M's. No, okay. They have all those things. Oh, no, please continue your story. <laughs> so I, as now that they're older, I asked them if they wanted something else, like a big bag of Cash. something from Sam's Club for $10. Or do they still want their little goodie bag that I make them? No well, inflation. They enjoy the surprise, hmm. as it turns out. So they're like, oh, yeah, just do ah, the usual. I don't like surprises. And so I stopped by there real quick yesterday when I was doing all that shopping. I said, let me get all this done so I have to go anywhere tomorrow. And, of course, Dollar Tree, a couple months ago, raised their prices and everything's now $1.25. So now this year, uh, my budget's still $10 You've accepted for that. Bag. Good job. Congratulations. They now get eight items instead of ten items. <laughs> So I went through picking out. I Trickle had, up yeah, economics is right. what this is. My budget's the same. Dollar Tree will not trick me into spending more money in their store. <laughs> so, because I want my $2. It is $2. That's exactly what we're talking about right, here. $2 per kid. <laughs> I also texted our the last several years. That our, it would be $12. It right, would be $12. Per if, kid. No. But they're not tricking me into spending two more dollars a kid in there that I right. spent for the last. That's all right. You're still saving. Years. You're saving money anyway. Right. Yeah, because somebody's not included in this. Right. Well, I did text our son as I have ever since he turned eighteen and said, "Do you still want a goodie bag?" And his answer is always, "Of course." Yeah, of course. But this year he didn't even answer me. No. I got him one anyway. Why didn't he answer me? Because. He practically doesn't actually live here anymore, and he's been here like two nights in the last, I don't know, 30 days, mm. and doesn't plan to come home for yet another two weeks. So, that's another topic. He However, may lose that. He may lose that room. Yes. I'm going to start. I'm going to take some measurements tomorrow. When you're out doing stuff mm -hmm. and I'm home, if I'm not editing podcasts, then I'm taking some measurements. Yeah, because my thing is, if you're going to spend this little time sleeping in your own bed, then you don't need to have a bed with stuff, with all your stuff, just all around. Mm. It's time to box up the stuff. You can come back to the bed when you need it, but that room is going to be used for something else. In the Maybe we go ahead and get a hideaway bed, and then he can use it when he sleeps there. I'm fine with that. What are we going to do with that bed? Well, no, because he'll ruin it. He'll spill stuff all over and ruin a mattress and You're whatever. Right. All right. Like we'll his. wait for that. We'll wait. Or we could still replace his futon with that. He'd still ruin it, too. He Never mind. He ruined that also. Never mind. All right, we'll back. We'll get it and put it in the garage. Back to you. At the not unbox it. <laughs> back to you not buying me a Valentine. <laughs> well, we're on a diet. That? And you say, well, I just don't want this stuff around because if it's here, I'm going to eat it. So you shouldn't bring it into the house was the conversation we had recently. Yes, but I just say that. It doesn't mean that I don't actually <laughs> you want. You told me you didn't want me to get you a peanut M&M's in a big canister because you I know would I said just that, eat it all. But you love me. And that's what people who love each other do. Right. Well, but I'm not looking to sabotage you just because you're losing 10 times more weight than me eating the exact same thing. That's well, I'm a bigger story. person. 
So back to you were there. I, th- I have a feeling. Now I get in trouble for interrupting you by our listeners. Mm-hmm. So I have then side. I have derailed your dollar Dollar Tree store because yes. that's what I do. Right. Uh, so I get my things. They have no shopping carts. There's 50,000 people on Valentine's weekend in there buying out all the Valentine's stuff. So I had not three, but four hand baskets. That's a lot. Because I needed to keep track of how many items I had for each person. So, And I wanted it bagged up that way so I wouldn't have to remember would and sort it out when I got home. It would be a mortal sin if somebody got more than the other. Yes, it would. And you know it would. <laughs> so I... You could give it to me. I carried three stacked I don't carts, have anything. hand carts around like this, hmm. stacked up in my arms. In, nested inside each other your shoulder. and and was putting stuff in each one recounting making sure i had eight items for each person then i had another one that was my personal stuff that had two six packs of flavored water and and your valentine's day card in it and i stashed that at the front of the store so i could push it with my foot over to the the uh, register when i was ready to check out so i'm going around i got all my stuff i'm going with my four baskets to the register the guy scans all my stuff i said this can all get rung up together when i lined up my baskets on the conveyor belt i said but please bag them the way they're separated in baskets he looked a little annoyed and he goes okay so he starts ringing everything up he gets all the way to the last item and it's your valentine's day card and he that could go in any bag scans it two times i watched him do it but I wasn't sure if he was accounting for another item because he'd been doing this the whole time. He works for our property management company. Yes. They're supposed to scan each and every item individually at Dollar Tree. It's a policy. And it annoys me because if you have 20 seed packets or 20 things that are identical, they can't scan one and go, go times, times 20, 20, even if it's the same item. They separate each one and scan each individual mm-hmm. item and it takes forever. But he wasn't doing that. He'd pick up four items that were completely different from each other, scan one of them, and drop all of them in the bag. So he'd been doing this the whole time. And sometimes he would set something aside because it needed a bag of its own. It was awkward or something. And so I was trying to pay attention to what he'd already scanned and what he hadn't. And then he got to the end, scanned that card twice, and I went, I can't tell if he was accounting for the other item in his hand, but I'm pretty sure he already scanned that other item. So You're you know, a hawk. I didn't want to hold like up a the hawk. Yeah, I didn't want to hold up the line. Looking so I for paid, a mouse in the field. And then he handed me the receipt. I looked at it. I said, "You rang up the card twice." As soon as I saw that that other item that was in his hand at the same time was on the receipt right before the card, and then I knew like he had rang that up twice. And he says, "Well, just go get another card." I said, "I only have one husband. I don't need another Valentine." Oh, that's card. a good test. Maybe I had him. And he goes, How about, and he picked up the card. Is it anybody's it birthday? A, it was an accordion card. And so he thought it was two cards because of the thickness. Mm. But it was in one envelope. But he, he scanned it twice thinking I slipped an I extra card cards. in there. I don't want that card. And then, but when he opened it, he saw, oh, it's an accordion card. It's just one. So he goes, well, just go get any item then. I'm like, I just spent a freaking hour in this store. I got everything I needed. There isn't anything else at Dollar Tree that I need today. What I need is my dollar twenty-five. Oh. <laughs> so I'm like, fine. 
So I leave all my stuff there. I walk down the snack Got aisle. Got me something. I see a box on the floor of Lay's potato chips, and I grab a canister of sour cream and onion. Oh, you did offer me those. You okay. like those. Holden likes those. Haley likes those. Hayden likes those. I'm like, okay, somebody will eat those. Yeah, this it's is, junk those are good. that we don't need. So I walk up, put it in the bag, and I leave. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Or Valentine's, Valentine's Day, whatever. Day. It doesn't so matter. So I miffed about my dollar twenty-five. I wasted, spent on potato chips that none of us needs. Mm. But I, I am owed two hundred fifty dollars by the property man. Uh huh. I and promise. And I did message them. I'm not going to name this episode. I want my two hundred fifty dollars. <laughs> you said people are going to think that. Uh, that I'm that, all about money. When in fact, it was it's quite a story you've just told. About a dollar twenty-five. Well, I don't like being forced to spend money on something I don't I understand. need. And a lot of I'm th- I'm very careful with my money. Without, yeah, you are. That's why you take care of it. Right. I would just go whatever, and go get something I wouldn't want. Right. But, or what That's I would be it. is I would never go to those places, and I would just sit in the house and starve. Right. That's what I would and probably eat pizza. actually do. They can bring that right you to your house. You would order pizza and pay the delivery fee. They would bring it to your Which house. is a sin. They would bring it right here. That would be great. That would be. I would never pay a delivery fee for food. Well, I understand that. I know that. So that's good. That's why you wait in those whatever, those. Uber Eats. Yeah. They come and say, hey, remember, how about you Yeah, I've this? never paid full price for anything from Uber Eats. I, every time they send me, please. Use this 20 off 25 coupon every single time because I don't order. And it's like every couple of weeks, and we get Dairy Queen Blizzards with it, and used I put them in the freezer. Dairy Queen Blizzards. Used to get them. Yeah, used to. Now, now. I just, they just bring broccoli. Yeah, now they expire. Broccoli spears. You know how much mm. it pains me to not use a 20 off 25 coupon? Mm. Especially for ice cream. Yeah, I know. I said you could just have it in power. moderation. Then you'd be fine. But no, we're in, I guess we're in avoidance mode. Yes. So that's it. That's why, like I said in our other podcast, if... Um, Moderation comes in when you're maintaining weight. Abstinence comes when you're trying to I lose weight. Abstinence. Abstinence does not make the heart grow fonder. <laughs> Thank you for subscribing and listening. You can hear additional 90-day Real Housewives and personal podcast content here. You can also find us on all the socials at Coupled with Chaos. Email us directly at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com. And don't forget to rate and review us on your favorite podcast player.